this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and we're once again recording at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Verderosa. And we've got someone who, uh, one day I'll figure out what he actually does for a living. Uh, for a Paul living. Raper. Yeah, uh, yes. It's not this. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I've never I done know. this for a living. <laughs> Colossal Obsessions. Hi, Paulie. Hi. Hey, we're going to do something different this week for what? Amazing Colossal yes. Obsessions. Uh, we're going to let Paul came up with an idea. Oh, can I can I just throw one thing in first? Absolutely. Ahead, sure. Uh, uh, one actor who, you know, you kick yourself like, oh, we should have asked him. Uh-oh. Uh, Powers Booth. Yes, also Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we Roger Moore. Both. We didn't yeah. talk about them in a yeah. previous episode. Powers, yeah. Powers Booth was... He got famous from uh, being um, uh, Reverend Jim Jones in the TV movie. Oh, that's movie. right, the, the Guiana. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And yeah. then he was in a movie that I guess I can recommend if I haven't recommended it, and that was called Southern Comfort. Oh, Walter Hill's movie. Yeah. I know that movie. Yeah, good actor. Yeah, it was similar to Deliverance. Yeah, he could do ways, a lot of things. But- yeah, he was a really good actor, Powers Booth. We should acknowledge his passing, also um, Roger Moore, and also uh, a universal horror actress, Elena Verdugo, died. Oh, my God. Yeah, did you see wow. that? I think she was 92. And she's in yeah. The Wolfman? Yeah, she yeah. was either in The Wolfman or House, oh, actually, of, she's Frankenstein. In House of Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Evelyn Anchors. Wow. Yeah, she passed away at 92. And uh, also Gilbert was uh, did some play-by-play at the Met game yesterday. Really? How was that? I saw you. I saw you. Oh, yeah. I, saw, I saw you. I walked by the TV. I saw you on the TV, and I kept walking. Yes, Mr. Met, the mascot, gave yeah. the finger. It's in the press. It was on the cover <laughs> yes. of the Daily News. And I said to my wife, that has to have something to do with Gilbert being <laughs> at, the, at the park. I don't know what and, the connection is. And while I was there, because I don't understand baseball at all, I saw in big letters on the screen it said KKK. Oh, the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. As I was telling you, those are strikeouts. Yeah. That's for people keeping score in your yeah. scorecard. You write a K, it means the batter struck out. I, I don't think Gilbert's going to buy that. No. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but you were on the on the Met game. You did a little play-by-play yeah. with Howie and, Rose? Uh, yes, and and uh, Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker was yeah. there, Mr. Ba- Mr. Baseball. Did you ask him to confirm or deny Mr. Belvedere sitting on his balls? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, now we'll have to have him on. Get him back. Get him oh, back. Oh, jeez. I didn't even draw the connection. <laughs> yeah, sure. It, now, this is, this, these things kill me. <laughs> Number one, I didn't ask Bob Uecker if Mr. Belvedere sat on his balls. Yeah, Not right. on Bob Uecker's balls, right, on his that's own different. balls. That's <laughs> different. Because uh, then that would have been fine. Yeah, but um, I I had you know we had on um, Norman Lee. Norman Lear. You didn't do damn damn damn. Is that what you're uh, lamenting? No, no, no. The damn damn damn. I'm sorry I didn't do with uh, right. John Amos. John Amos is going to come back for many episodes. So you'll oh, get your you'll oh, get your okay. you'll get your shot. He'll have to say damn damn damn. But it uh, we were talking and it seems like Norman Lear. <laughs> Worked with Milton Berle, and yes. I didn't uh, ask about Milton Berle's dick. It's in the book. It is him and his wife is uh, I guess wife too. They went backstage to see Milty, and he said Milty was touching himself and sitting there on in his, <laughs> in his boxers. 
and his with his robe open. But we'll get there's so a, so he saw two uh, legendary comedians' dicks. He saw Milton Berle's dick and Jerry Lewis's well, dick. Well, that, that's why he's remembered the way he is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So enough of the housekeeping. Do you okay. want to let Paul? Paul has a premise for us oh, for, for this mini episode, and we're going to let him steer it. So we. So this was suggested by La La Land, which I happen. To, you either love or you hate mm-hmm. La La Land, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. lukewarm. I happen to love it. I liked it. I've seen it three times. Okay. I worked with the star of that when he was a little kid, Ryan. Yeah, oh, did Ryan, you Ryan Gosling on the Mickey Mouse show? Uh, no, I well, he may Mickey have been Mouse like a, he was Mouse more Club. a teenager. Right. I I worked with him on this show. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, I know that show. That's yeah. cool. That is. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, I, I assume you guys haven't seen it. Because I saw it. Nobody saw in it. it is over ninety. I thought I you saw a screener. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it on on Christmas Eve. I'll have you. Yeah. Know. What did you think? Are I you love, a lover? Hey, I you love like the it? beginning. I didn't uh-huh. think. I didn't think the story. Well, I don't suppose there's any reason to look for a, a story in a musical right. like that. But right. I, I admire. I very much admired the ambition and the filmmaking of it. It was bold. Well, that's so. Even and, even for those who hated it. We're gonna in this episode. We're gonna go way deeper. Okay. <laughs> so your premise, as I understand it, is not good musicals like La La no, Land. No, bad musicals. Bad. Some ah. of the worst musicals. In fact, we're gonna start with not only one of the films that's acclaimed as one of the worst film musicals of all time, mm-hmm. but many people can consider it to be the worst film of all time. Wow, Ooh. that's tough talk. And so, and what's interesting about that is it was directed by a former podcast guest. Well, I now know what it is, but don't tell Gilbert. Oh, do you, do you, you know, you queued up some, you queued up some we queued music up, too. So can we? Uh, we uh, I think we Henry can. Winkler. No, no, you're gonna. You're, <laughs> I guess the idea here, Gil, is you're gonna hear the song and try okay. to name so, the musical. So right. So let's hear the song from the musical and see if you can tell. So this would be the. F- yeah. Okay. First, the Bob first Costas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Costas. Here it comes. At words poetic, I'm so pathetic that I always have found it best. Who's the singer? Instead of getting a match, to let them rest on its breath. You mustn't do that. I hate parading my serenading, and I'll probably miss a bar. That was good. But if this ditty is not so pretty, at least it'll tell you how great you are. You're the top. You're a Waldorf son. You're the top. Now, now, see, oh, oh, it was, it was, uh, what's that, uh, the director, he, he, uh, he, he directed the, uh, movie I was in with Richard Pryor, uh, oh, Bud yes. Donovich. But that's right. So, uh, like, Very good. Long Last Love? Very Very good. Good. Yes, yes. Who was singing? Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. God damn it. No uh, stopping yeah, him. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it took you 42 you minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. So was, uh, now, here's an interesting thing. His co-star was... Uh, Sybil Shepard. His girlfriend. Yeah. And they and at the time they made the movie, he was 39 and she was 25. Yeah. So this turns out to be, when I was doing the research, it's an interesting theme. Music Man, Robert Preston, is about 15 years older than his co-star. And Shirley Jones. Shirley Jones. It happens over and over again. Well, I don't a, know why that is. An epidemic in the movies, not just musicals. Not just musicals. Yeah. 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 Well, it it's like um, in On the Waterfront, uh, what, Carl Malden 
is the old priest. Yeah. And uh, Ava Marie Saint is the young girl, virginic little girl. And then a few years later, they were in a TV movie as a married couple. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's disturbing. Yeah, there's a lot of that. The thing about a, a long last love, and I'm going to go out on a limb, it's not as absolutely dreadful as people as people say it is. It's well-directed. It's it's it suffers from having a, a, a two leads that are not really able to sing and dance well, convincingly, well, which is a problem in a, a musical. musical. Yes, yeah. it's kind <laughs> of like uh, we we have a baseball team. Their only problem is they don't know how to play ball. Yeah. But other than no, that, they're perfect. We've well, got a basketball team, but they're very short. There are it's, things to like. It. There are it, things to like. It about turns it. out m- many of the critics agreed with your with yeah, your Ebert, opinion. Ebert defends it. Roger John Ebert. Barber in the Los Angeles in Los Angeles magazine said Burt Reynolds sings like Dean Martin with adenoids and dances like a drunk killing cockroach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Which is uh, well, pretty you know, good, she's so. she's very uh, lovely to look at. Madeline Kahn brings a lot to the table, and the Cole Porter songs are wonderful. Now, what, what the movie just needs Gene Kelly. Okay, <laughs> well, now 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 here's, Eleanor Powell. Here's something with Cole Porter, and and I I say that Malcolm X uh, plagiarized Cole Porter. Because, you know, Malcolm X has that speech where he goes, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed yes, on us. Sure. sure. And that's in in the beginning, the opening verse of the song. Um, what's that famous? Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, which where are you going with this? What's it about? Uh, it's, uh, you, it's one of the it's one of the very well-known. Yes. Songs yes. Yeah. Oh, let's misbehave. Oh, God. What was this one? It was a. I could could look it up, but I'd lose the trail. That's (laughs) okay. Anyway. All right, Frank, can you look this up? (laughs) This is horrible. What do you got? Cole Porter song in the verse. There's something about Plymouth Rock. I think they may have sung it in uh, in Sleuth. They recited it. Wow. Oh, the original sleuth with yeah, uh, with, with Michael Caine and, and uh, Lawrence and Olivier. Olivier and Later remade. Well, let's with... come back to it. Okay, so the, oh, I mean... anyway, in the opening verse to that song, he says, "And we won't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock will land on us." What's that? In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was, was looked on. Oh, it's anything shocking. goes. Yeah. The best way to sum this up is Burt Reynolds. In a Cole Porter musical is like Gene Kelly in Deliverance. Yeah, well, there Excellent. you go. There you go. That's a fair comparison. It's it's. Actually, I was watching parts of it today, doing doing a little research when you sent me this idea. It's it's got some nice things in it, and I don't think Reynolds and Shepard were taking themselves all that seriously. Yeah, you know, fortunately, did you did you watch it on Netflix by any chance? No, I just watched because, it on. I just watched clips on well, YouTube. Well, it, it was recut uh, several years ago, and and everybody seemed to like the recut better. And Bogdanovich even added an extra. 90 seconds or something to the new version. Yeah. So the well, version he's a great director. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Well, yeah. let's jump to the next one. All right. So now we have. We'll get, we'll get our, mail about that. Within our family, we have some disagreement over this, but the, the, the next one I have is Xanadu. Uh, yes, there's some and there's oh, some there's uh, some, should, some unrest. <laughs> there's there are some who disagree. And that that's be, got Gene Kelly in it. There you go. That's got, On skates. That's got Gene yes. Kelly. That's right. <laughs> oh, that then, uh, everyone's going to start arguing over like 
these movies that are terrible, and they'll, there's always going to be someone who's going to say no. No. In, the, in this case, my wife. Yes. Who likes, yes. who likes yes. Xanadu. Oh, it's, it was horrible. Yeah, it's not much of a movie, but it does have those wonderful well, Jeff Lynne songs. Olivia Newton-John is cute. Yeah. We can give her that. Now, Joe Montaigne. Yes. And Olivia was... Newton-John's a Jew. Right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, covered that. That's been covered yeah. in previous shows. Joe Montaigne was also in the movie, but all of his scenes were cut out. Interesting. Oh, wow. Joe and, Montaigne and, and I, Xanadu. I think he, Joe, nev- he never Joe got Montaigne over Joe Montaigne's not a Jew. <laughs> Are you my... sure? Yeah. Are you 100% <laughs> sure? We're, we're still looking into He was in Three Amigos. Does that make him Jewish I went or to not see, Jewish? I went to see Xanadu on Broadway at my mm-hmm. wife's request. Oh, and, and, and uh who was who turned up in the Gene Kelly part our pal tony roberts oh my and I god was, i was crestfallen that he did not put on roller skates oh, <laughs> but that, it turns out i asked tony we had him on the show it turns out that was part of his agreement no, there, there no was skates. one part of xanadu that annoyed me even more than the other parts <laughs> which is every single part where one guy's on roller skates and a guy in a car goes come on i'll give you a lift and so the guy in roller skates holds on to the back of the car and he pulled. Oh, and I yeah. thought, oh, God, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> some good songs. Stupid. Some yeah. good pop songs in yep. Xanadu, although mm-hmm. it doesn't hold together much as a movie. What well, else you of, got on that list? One of the list? critics says you want to scream Xana don't. Xana don't. Oh, you've <laughs> also compiled the bad reviews. I, I've, I, well, I wanted to make my case. Yeah, I know this is and, a tough crowd. Xana don't. And this, this, <laughs> don't. this brings us back to a an, an old joke. Uh, what's the hardest part of rollerblading? Telling your parents that you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> That's funny. All now, right. Where did we have? Is this where we go to our inserts here, or uh, do we have uh, one more? Let's first? say you have. I think you have another I've one. Got one more. Okay. So, uh, raise your hand if you think sequels are ever as good as the original movie. No, that they no. In fact, well, a man we're about to interview, Richard Benjamin, says you should remake flops, not hits. Well, uh, I mean, Godfather Two is great. Godfather Two is an exception, and and Bride of Frankenstein's a great movie. There you go. There you go. Xanadu right. Two is awesome. Xanadu yes. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this time Greece it's personal. Two was Greece, and that's where that's exactly where I was headed. That's where Greece you headed two. to Greece Two. Greece Two, produced by Ellen Carr and Robert Stigwood. Yes, sure. Right. Also, and, the man uh, behind Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Two, oh two my years, God! Right. Was that and, with George Burns? Yeah, you bet. Yep. He was. Well, Stigwood was involved with Grease One. He managed Cream and the Bee Gees. That's correct. And he uh, was also involved in Saturday Night Fever. Yes, he was. Yes, he was <laughs> a mogul. He was probably sorry he was involved. Now, who was the female lead, Gilbert, in Grease Two? Grease. Uh, 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 Something Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer is right. Yeah. Something, something oh, Pfeiffer. I, most people know her as something. Didn't, didn't. It was Michelle Pfeiffer, not her sister, Dee Dee. Oh, Dee Dee, I yeah. was thinking uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Should I cue up the song Cool Rider? No, Made that's okay. That my, wife, my wife, again, likes Grease, too. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, my wife's going to get mail now. And, and then it's that Australian guy... Maxwell, the the immortal Maxwell Caulfield. Oh yes, and yes. He, and he married whom? He was involved in a May December marriage. Ooh. He married Juliet Mills from Nanny and the Professor. Okay, homosexual. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say Martha a- Ray. Yeah. Alleged. <laughs> Juliet Mills. Alleged. So, Alleged. Now, there's some we- other actresses who were up for the part. Were Lisa Hartman, Christy McNichol, 
Andrea McCardle and Pat Benatar. Wow. Which would have been an interesting choice. Very interesting. So, but very, she didn't very get it. interesting. Michelle Pfeiffer probably. Pat Benatar would have made sense. Yeah. Ron Dante, by the way, uh, uh, another podcast guest, instrumental in uh, Pat Benatar's career early. Now, I think we go to clip number three. Do you? I think You're so. You're on your own, kid. Yeah, I don't clip know. Clip number hey. three, Frank. Give... Okay, so Gilbert has to guess this one. Okay. He's going to guess it pretty quick. Maybe he'll drag it out for us. I'm fixing a hole where the rain Oh, well, isn't that the one we just mentioned, Sergeant <laughs> yes. Pepper? That's Sergeant Pepper. Very yeah, good. yeah. Who's, we were just talking about singing George Burns. George Burns. Very good. Yes. It's I, was, I, think I was shocked to discover Steve that George Steve Martin Burns. was in that, too. He is. He is. You know what's strange about that film? A lot of things. Yeah. For one thing, it's truly terrible. Oh, my God. Horrible. So, yeah. Donald Pleasance was in it. Donald Pleasance sings. And uh, Aerosmith, Alice Cooper. Yeah. These are the good These are the good parts. Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. The Aerosmith cover of Come Together is good. But George Burns, <clears throat> I wondered whether you studied George Burns' work, vocal work. Uh, <laughs> in your... And what was Na- uh, George Burns' real name, Gil? Nathan Birnbaum. Look at this guy. Nathan yeah. Birnbaum. <laughs> yeah. There's a, the, yeah. Go ahead. George, George Burns, I, I still remember this. He, he, he would sing these songs on The Tonight Show. He goes, my kid brother was a lazy kid. Three days work was all the work he did. Wrote a song entirely wrong. Up in Yonkers, it's going strong. George M. Cohen and the other gang heard my brother and the song he sang. <laughs> Said it cannot miss. It's bound to be a hit. How can it miss? How can it miss when the chorus goes like this? That's nice. <laughs> and the song awesome. Will you do that for Richard Benjamin? We get him uh, on the line. Oh, sure. They, they were buddies. They did the Sunshine Boys oh, together. Oh, okay. Here's the other thing about the C. Martin scene is fun, by the way, in uh, in in Sergeant Pepper. I mean, he looks like he's having fun. The right. song the song is not much. Right. But there's I watched clips of it today. There's a finale that you simply have to watch to believe that has something like seventy stars in it singing Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, and it's geez. this it's this gigantic collection of people on a I guess on a studio lot. You know you know the clip I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen it. And that. you can see Wolfman Jack mm. is in it, Carol Channing, Jose Feliciano. <laughs> wow. Uh, Connie Stevens, uh uh Dame Edna turns up. It's like it's like they got they called in every favor, got every celebrity that was on the lot to sing the uh to sing the finale. It's surreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie's not good. I I passed by. I saw an ad on a bus for some Broadway or off-Broadway show, and the blurb on it was fantastic, RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not a ringing endorsement? (laughs) Not quite the New York Times, but still very impressive. You want to see a pretty good uh, musical uh, with Beatles music, Julie Mm -hmm. Tamer's uh, Across the Universe. Yeah, I've I've seen that good. actually. Yeah, was good. Ambitious. It's odd. It's odd. unusual. It's odd. Yeah, it's odd, but it's hard. But to, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Though, you know, that's those right. the only thing those movies are missing really are the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, and that and would help. I right. did see. I remember one of those movies you you heard about, and then I finally saw it, and it was just a mess. It was with the Beatles. Um, uh, what was Yellow the, Submarine? No, 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 no. Uh, it. The Beatles were actually... Hard Day's Night? No. no. Oh, Help? No. Oh. 
There was there was a, a third with six you get egg roll. Yeah, <laughs> there was that one, and they sing in it. Uh, Mother should know. Oh, uh, the magical mystery tour. Yeah, yeah, that's that a mess. Was a fucking mess that's and a, a half. Mess. Yeah, I saw that at the Paley Center. But again, good moments. Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So we've got. Let's see if I got the right one. Clip number three, I think, is coming up here. Okay. And this is another identify the singer. Right? Oh, oh yes. Oh, wait, this is really... <laughs> You'll impress me if you know this one, Gil. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with George Burns. <laughs> the answer is nobody sings. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back after this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a better job of queuing up these clips. <laughs> Here it comes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are beautiful. <laughs> when I, when I, just a little tip. When I, when I cue these clips up, I usually listen to them first. <laughs> so it's basically an instrumental. Who's, no. this, who's the second cellist? It's Hugo you... Montenegro. <laughs> Uh, Does he sing at any point, Frank? <laughs> four minutes left. Four more minutes. He might sing. Here it comes. Okay. Is it kind of a nice song? Yeah. It was a novelty song. Uh, Lee Marvin? Oh, my God! Oh. Oh. oh, that's actually oh. that's actually Coldplay. Sorry, Coldplay. Oh. Wow, I quit too. How wow. did you know that? I don't know. I was listening. I said, "Oh, that voice. I definitely know that voice." Yeah. Well, what would the musical be then? Oh, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What the? F- was that the one he did with Clint Eastwood? You bet. You- uh, uh, paint your wagon. Nice. Ah. Uh, you are a ringer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Musicals, I thought we'd had a chance on musicals, but so far, nothing. He's pretty good. Yeah. That one had a 14-minute lead-up. <laughs> there, was, there was a story I heard that uh, Roger Ebert was interviewing Lee Marvin at his pool, and Lee Marvin's there in a bathrobe and a, bo- a bottle of scotch and a cigarette, and his dog is running around. <laughs> I know this one. Yes. And and at right at the in the middle of his interview, uh, he, uh Lee Marvin's wife comes home and she says hello to everyone and she looks down at the dog and the dog is biting something in its mouth and she pulls the thing out of its mouth and it's a pair of women's underwear. And <laughs> she she holds them up and she goes, These aren't mine. And Lee Marvin looks down and goes, bad dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great show business story. I think that's in the Dick Cavett Live episode. Oh, yeah. But certainly certainly worth retelling. All right, as as time uh, runs short here, Mr. Rayburn. So here's, uh, I'm going to give you a gradual reveal on this one. This is a movie, the main character was a shy Harlem school teacher. And is this uh, the Wiz? Oh my God! Jesus! 
I didn't well, even you, get to. Don't, don't give him any hints. Don't, him any don't you know yeah. who you're dealing okay. with? <laughs> the next one. <laughs> All right. It was, it's also a send-up of the Wizard of Oz movie. Oh, really? Show. I worked for days on this show. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to my world. No, it, it featured Michael Jackson. Yeah. Paint Your Wagon, by the way, is pretty uh, pretty bad. Yeah. And uh, but the screenplay was by, of all people, Patty Chayefsky. Oh, my oh, God. Which I found I out that. while doing a little research. And what you want in a bad movie is you want it to be 159 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> paint Your Wagon delivers. But So uh, who was the, now this should be easy, who directed The Wiz? Well, of oh, course. Um, uh, Sidney Lament. How did that happen? And Nipsey Russell was in it, Nipsey too. Ru- yeah. Nipsey Russell, Michael Jackson was the scarecrow. <laughs> The music was supervised by Quincy Jones. Of course. It was the there were new songs by Ashford and Simpson. Yeah, A-list talent. This had everything. This should have been fabulous. There's a tie-in between Gilbert's uh, side job last night and several parts of the movie. How so? Although it's 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 wouldn't have been at City Field, but there were big scenes that were filmed at Shea Stadium. That's correct. Oh. That's correct. And the sets cost a fortune. I was doing a little research. The, the sets are massive uh, on that movie. It's 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 also not very good, and I know you, we talk a lot about Lumet, and he's wonderful. Um, it is my favorite Nipsey Russell musical. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. But These it- new cutout fashions cause me to wonder in doubt. Are they outside trying to get in or inside trying to get out? <laughs> According to Dan Cupid's plan, there is a girl for every man. I'm here to say if this is true, then some guy's shacking up with two. He is good. <laughs> is that, was that like a, ma- a match game episode that stayed in your head from like oh, 1976? Yes. <laughs> how do you remember this stuff? That how reminds do you re- me of the other. How, how do you retain and, it? And, and I, I, there was another one. Children today are different, as you already know. They used to ask where they came from. Now they tell you where to go. <laughs> we should do an all poetry episode. We really should. We're going we're to have to wrap to we, wrap this one tight. We have time to have. We, I don't think we should get out of an episode without Gilbert okay. singing one song. Well, we'll do. Yeah. Think? Can we do? Can we do? Can we do? Sure. The sure. Next, the next cue would be a good one, I think, which would be a chorus line. You want to talk about your? You want to? I, we didn't queue up chorus line, did we? I think you just go out on the whiz because it's yeah, such a we'll great go on movie. We'll go okay, out on yeah, the whiz. Right, and so we'll okay. do chorus line next time. We'll okay. continue this because it's a fun right. idea and we barely scratch the surface. Sounds good. And we'll get, we should get Jenny Lumet on the show to talk about her Oh, father. that would be great. Well, we'll look into that. I think uh, our next mini should be a super montage of all the times we say barely scratch the surface. <laughs> Do we say that a lot? Oh my God! No, yes. only only every episode of every. <laughs> but I think that could be a really fun, you know. Make Super. something out of it, buddy. Make a make a montage. All well, right. We barely scratch the surface. All right. So we'll we'll do this again because it was fun and and uh, we barely scratch the, the surface. surface. Yeah, right. And we and we failed to stump Gilbert. So right. next time. <laughs> We've got to work harder. We would have had more time in the show had not the paint your wagon clip had a 17-minute intro. We could go out over this wonderful clip. Here you go, Gil. You recognize this? This is If you don't have STDs, Crisco will do just fine. It's from The Wiz, right? Crisco will do just fine. That that should have been a deliverance. (laughs) (laughs) To me, girl.
This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with an, an instrumental from, from Lee Marvin. And I still don't know what the fuck Paul does here. He produces yeah, now. Oh, okay. Come on. He, he stayed up nights. He read in bed with a flashlight. Cut the guy some slack. Thank you, Paul. We'll see you guys next week. I'm not sure I want to know what Paul does in bed with a flashlight. And let me lubricate my mind. Show. Sure.